I want to gamble. I never want to hear those words out of your mouth again. Gambling is a very serious business. Is that clear? Pay him. Pay that man his money. Woo-hoo! Big bet for a big man! Sure you don't want to save a few bucks for the buffet? Welcome to the Fabulous Big Bet Podcast, part of the DWZ Fantasy Sports Network. And here are your hosts, Memphis at DWZ Memphis and Dr. Kyle at DWZ underscore Dr. PT. And now to the fabulous Big Bets. Here's an idea. Why don't you give me half the money you were going to bet? And we'll go out back, I'll kick you in the nuts, and we'll call it a day. You got lucky there. Yep, it was luck. So, that's it then. Hmm? Just like a young man coming in for a quickie. I feel so unsatisfied. Hey, fellow Warzone listeners. My name is Zach Camps. Uh, I'm not golfing or slinging my hands a monster. I'm usually thinking about Dynasty Fantasy Football. A couple months back, I joined the Patreon just to take my Dynasty passion to the next level. And I'll tell you what. Well, let's just say there's writer downers for days in the Patreon. The member, you get access to the bonus pod where the guys take the filter off and talk about a wide variety of topics that maybe they won't cover on the normal show. You also get access to Memphis and Jerry for one-on-one advice, personal dynasty dilemmas. They'll tackle them for you, help you out with it. You just don't get that anywhere else. But I'd say my favorite part about the Patreon is the uh, the group chat. Tell you what, these guys are some excellent minds. Tons of fun. The fire in there is amazing. Great platform to post trade questions, debate rookie values, share insight, interact with some cool people from across the globe. You know, shout out to those guys in Australia. They're blowing my phone up all the time. You know, the best part is there's no Twitter trolls or Facebook trolls arguing about stuff they don't know anything about. So uh, if you want to enjoy your dynasty experience even more, win those championships, pause the podcast right now, sign up, and you can thank me later in the group chat. What's happening, guys? Welcome to the fabulous Big Bet. It is your host, Memphis. You can follow me on Twitter at DWZ Memphis. And with me for the first time in a long time, it's my good buddy. It is Dr. Kyle Bowser on Twitter at DWZ underscore Dr. PT. Kyle, man, how you been? Good, Memphis. I just realized I got my my fabulous Big Bet shirt on. Tried to be all, all cool and suave and and show the patch over here and doing the mirror thing and I don't know I was like wait no that's not where it is but yeah there it is fabulous big bet thanks Maddie for putting this together with Viridian Global um, but good aside from yesterday it was it was seventy two and sunny yesterday I just walked the dogs like forty five minutes ago it's forty five degrees I don't know what the heck is going on I'll never ever understand weather or meteorology um, but. I think if we could be more accurate than the meteorologist next year, we'll be we'll be looking good. Man, I tell you what, the weather in Indiana equally is crazy. We had like it was like seventy. My son had his first uh, second second baseball tournament of the season on Sunday. It was like sixty eight degrees, beautiful outside, great day for baseball, and then all of a sudden, boom. 40 yesterday, and we got about three inches of snow. Now, ironically, it all melted. It all melted, like literally. Um, and I, I would like, 
You don't have it like as part of your daily routine to go out and scrape the ice off your truck or car or whatever you have. Or maybe you, you live in the big city, so maybe you park in a garage. I went out to leave for work this morning, and it took me a good 10 minutes of scraping to get all the ice and stuff off my truck. But then when I went out to go to lunch at about noon, all the ice and snow was gone. It was it was just the, da- the damnedest thing. It's Indiana weather. We always say if you don't like it, stick around. So we're going to just talk a little bit about the, uh, the the rookie draft. Yes, I have a third on the podcast tonight. It is my dog. It is the official podcast dog. It is Gemma. Gemma, Gemma yeah. She, she has been needing some additional puppy love. So she wanted to sit Good. in my lap, and we're just shooting the shit tonight here. We're going to talk some gambling props. We're going to talk some foosball in general. But, uh, man, I want to make sure to ask you for, for a five-star review. If you're listening to this podcast, whatever day I release it, Friday, Saturday, uh, it'd be awful kind. We are six away, a six-pack of reviews away from 200. And, man, that, that would mean a ton to Jerry and I if we could get that done before the draft, as well as everyone who contributes over at the DWZ Football Network. You can do it on iTunes. I know you can do it on Podbean. I'm not sure about Stitcher or Spotify, but uh, we had one really good earlier in the week uh, about our boy Pete Law, his visit when he uh, talked about his time in the military, uh, his mental uh, health awareness campaign, and just a lot of good stuff. So thank you to everybody who's been reviewing the show, and uh, I'm ready to talk football, man. Um, we got some betting coming up, but real quick, uh, a very popular hashtag going around Twitter right now. Hashtag FF Fit Club. I know you're in, man. How's your fitness journey? It's going well. Um, you know, uh, for for a long time, I was doing a lot of power lifting. The gym I was in was set up perfectly for you know that squat bench and deadlift. Um, and then with that gym closing and me getting shuffled around the city a little bit, um, I've I've dove or dived. Head first back into kettlebells, had my mentor and associate Charlie. He hooked me up with one of his programs for, I don't know, uh, for the kettlebell users out there. There's a, a test called the, the kettlebell snatch test, which is 100 kettlebell snatches in five minutes. For men, it's with the 24 kilogram kettlebell. So my training is 100% geared toward that with lots of single arm swings, overhead carries, snatch practice, and a strength day. So right out of the gate with the FF Fit Club, I was posting every day. I'm sure nobody wants to see me doing five swings at a time looking exactly the same. Um, so that's why it's cooled off with the videos, but I'm staying strong and supporting those that are. Um, what about yourself? You doing, you prepping for Murph? Is that what I saw? Man, the Murph is my favorite workout of the year. So for those that don't know, the Murph is named after Lieutenant Michael Murphy. He is, uh, in, he is depicted in the movie um, the one with Mark Wahlberg, not American Sniper, Lone Survivor. Lone Survivor. The, the, yeah. the Marcus Luttrell story. Uh, Michael Murphy is the one. Uh, hashtag spoiler alert. You might want to fast forward if you don't want to hear about this movie. If you've never seen it, it's fantastic. He is the one that eventually gets to the top of the hill to call in reinforcements or, or draw fire. I, I don't remember the, exactly, but he he is uh, famous for this. And his, his workout is one mile run, 100 pull-ups. 200 push-ups, 300 air squats, run another one mile. You can do it with or without a 20-pound weight vest. I am going three years in a row with a 20-pound weight vest. I have cut 10 minutes off my time the last two years. Uh, This year, my goal is just to get under 40 minutes. I would love to do the whole thing in under 40 minutes. Last year, I did it in 43 and change. It's my favorite workout. Um, We do a fundraiser around it with my gym. 
So pretty cool stuff, man. That one and the other one my uh, my gym does is in October. We do what we call barbells for boobs, where we wait, we uh, raise money for breast cancer awareness. We are five or six time uh, state champions for the state of Indiana. So, uh, man, my FF Fit journey is cool, and at some point, I'm trying. Keyword trying. I'm trying to get Matt from Hate Brand Goods. He's the owner and CEO, two time Highland Games world champion, and really kind of like a fit influencer type guy now. He's really yeah, just yeah. a cool. He's just really a cool guy. Um, his uh, his lady friend is also a fitness influencer. Her name's Bonnie, and I would love to get him or both of those people on because uh, if I have one passion outside of the game of dynasty fantasy football and gambling on fantasy football, it's fitness. And I would love to be able to have Matt on to uh, share some some simple hacks, if you will, just because there is no magic bullet. You know, there is no magic. If if there were, we would have had it by now. So um, we'll get into that, man. But uh, one of the big things we're going to talk about, a few rookie props tonight. That's the next big thing on the horizon in the NFL. We're about a, as we're recording this, we're eight days away. Uh, but did, did you see that the great state of Arizona is now our 27th state in the great United States that has legalized sports gambling? I found that out several minutes ago. Yeah, right, right that's, before the That's pod. awesome. Right before the pod, uh, I actually caught it from one of the fantasy footballers, Jason Moore. Um, uh, he's actually been on the, the Dynasty Warzone. Uh, Jason was tweeting it out. He's like, oh, hey, we've been legal for three minutes. Can I play best balls on underdog yet? So uh, I started you know, <laughs> trying to figure out what he was talking about. And a little scrolling, quick to find out, the state of Arizona is now legal for sports betting. And, you know, uh, I guess best ball is considered a gambling function in the state of Arizona. So oh, interesting. So, so he's now legal uh, to do that, and I think it's great. And that's why we're doing this show. Uh, at some point, they're going to get you. You know, DraftKings, FanDuel, Caesars, and one other just signed an official uh, partnership agreement with the NFL. Uh, did, did you see that bit of news? Or have you been living, like, completely under a rock in New York City? Or you just been out gallivanting around traveling with the lovely Mrs. Kyle? I, I'll tell you what, I had a very eventful weekend that was a uh, New York Rangers game Saturday afternoon, and then a quick trip to Atlantic City into the wee hours of the morning, Saturday uh, into Sunday, get home Sunday, a few hours of sleep, and then off to the Yankees game for Sunday afternoon. Um, and I survived. So I'm 33, and I felt every bit of it doing it, but it's nice to know that I still can. So, yeah, I wouldn't say under a rock, but maybe not ear to the ground with some of this stuff. Okay, well, fair. Well, again, the NFL has now signed sponsorship agreements with for gambling uh, establishments. I know Caesars and DraftKings for sure because I have stock invested in both of those uh, organizations. And I remember FanDuel because FanDuel and, and DraftKings – are kind of the the one A and one B. Uh, you got to give the nod to DraftKings. They're almost like the Kleenex of app based gambling and fantasy, because you know it's like your your mom would go, "Do you do that DraftKings thing on your phone? Do you, do you do the DraftKings?" And you may not even have DraftKings. You may be BetMGM. You may be FanDuel or whatever. But eventually, I feel like you're going to walk into NFL stadiums. Like we have legal sports gambling here in Indianapolis. We have for at least a year. And I think at some point I'm going to be able to walk into Lucas Oil Stadium and there's going to be kiosks. Kind of looks like an ATM. I know they've had these in European soccer stadiums for years. And you're going to be able to legally walk in 
and wager on games while you're at the games. And I think it's going to be absolutely huge. That's why I started investing years ago in, in these companies because the sports gambling is not going anywhere. I think states like New York, I actually saw today that Governor Cuomo is considering uh, legalization of app-based gambling and sports gambling in general in New York. That would be huge for the gambling industry. I mean, how big is the economy of New York? It's, if it was a country, it'd probably be in the top, what, 15? I would think so. It's massive. It's huge. I, I heard a very similar stat about California. So those are the ones I'm waiting on as an early investor in these products, and it's going to be great. So if you're not into gaming, it's a lot of fun. Uh, my favorite thing's player props. I think you know that, you know, the PropZilla t-shirt. And, mm-hmm. you know, we're going to talk about some of those props tonight. So that's the whole point of having the fabulous big bet. But before we get into the rookie drafts, have you been in any action lately overall? You got any, like, any team futures, any player futures? Anything you've seen out there that has uh, piqued your interest since the last time we chatted? Um, so, you know, being from New York, my only my only bettable option is with my bookie. And I haven't... I don't, I don't love my bookies numbers with um, the props, so I haven't really dabbled in any yet. But I was, I've been looking on the DraftKings Sportsbook recently just because, you know, I know some people in Jersey and plus the draft's coming up, so we got to be ready for that. But looking at teams. Is, is, that, like a, is that like what we call a, a waste management consultant sports bet? A Tony Soprano yes, exactly. sports bet? Exactly. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Um, I see some team totals, I, you know, I did most of my research on the NFC side so far. Um, I don't understand how Philadelphia's win total is the same or the same ish as the Giants, like Philadelphia over under six and a half or seven wins. I'm going to take the under. They're the only team in that division who has, uh, switch coaches. They're going to have a new quarterback more or less. And with some of the shenanigan news that's coming out with Nick Sirianni, I guess, is, you know, playing uh, rock, paper, scissors on Zoom meet. Like, like I, I get it right now that with most of the pro days ending, probably the they're trying to keep the, the football news steam going. But that's just like, oh, man, I I don't know. And, you know, Dallas is going to be better this year. Dak will be back. I think they're going to add to the defense. So. Philadelphia under six and a half or seven wins feels good. Honestly, Detroit under five. Again, new coach, new quarterback in Jared Goff. That's that's one of those teams like uh, on the Michael Lombardi show, like how many how many steps to fix this team? Detroit is probably like however many steps it is in the, the AA program. Um, so those were the ones that are glaring. And then I was looking at uh, the AFC. Chargers number was – eight and a half or nine and the juice was on the overside. Um, I, I understand that we like what Justin Herbert did last year, but he's only going into his sophomore season. They have a new coach. They might have a new offensive scheme and their defense was very bad last year. So without looking too much into their schedule yet, um, I would probably be taking that under. Um, and then, you know, there's some other interesting ones, but you know, I'll, I'll talk about my process quick because you know, the reason we're not hammering these yet is the, the official schedule isn't out. We just know the teams that are going to be playing. It's coming out May 12th, by the way. For those listening or watching on YouTube, I got an email today from the Colts because I'm on the season ticket waiting list, or maybe I'm, I don't know. At some point, I'll have Colts season tickets. But 
yeah. I got an email from the Colts because I get all the emails. You know, go go meet the mascot and T.Y. Hilton signing autographs. And yeah. But today, the one that actually caught my attention was May 12th is the schedule release. So um, right that'll probably, that will probably be doing another version of the Big Bet in May after the schedule release. We were going to do some win totals, you know, tonight and last week. But we got to chat and just thinking, man, it's like there's not a whole lot of uh, – easily pick a pick apart a bull numbers numbers that we could attack easily right now so we might as well wait until the schedule comes out and i and there could create some movement in these futures but no man i i'm with you the only action i've really had is um i'm big into building in these bets that i can just make a little guaranteed money um we're going to talk about one here in a minute but uh, i did bet the dallas cowboys at plus 105 so I'm not going to tell you how much I bet, but let's say I bet a hundred bucks. So I bet a hundred bucks on the Dallas Cowboys to win the NFC East. Also in the division, the Philadelphia Eagles were like sixteen to or sixteen hundred plus sixteen hundred. The Washington Football Team was plus three fifty, and then dropped to like two sixty. And the New York Giants were plus four fifty. So. I put a hundred bucks on Dallas, and if that one wins, I get my hundred back plus a hundred and five of theirs. And I put a hundred on the New York Giants, and if the New York Giants win the division, then I would get my hundred back and four hundred and five of theirs. So I feel like either way, um, yeah, if the Cowboys win, I'm going to make a whopping five dollars to let them hold my 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 bet money through the end of the season. But I like the fact that the, the New York Giants finished second in that division last year. And you and I were talking earlier today about how tough the Washington football team's schedule is. They're going to have to play the Packers. They're going to have to play the Seattle Seahawks. They're going to have to play the Saints. They have to play uh, the, 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 the Chiefs. I mean, it's, it's not an easy schedule and by far the hardest schedule in their division. So... It's, it's one of those bets that I, I like to have a little bit of a portfolio of these that even though they may take a while to come in, I feel like, because uh, it was like a multiple choice test. I mean, you're a doctor. You didn't, you know, get to, you didn't get through medical school without knowing how to take tests. It's not like you're super smart or anything. And, um, you know, it's crushed multiple choice tests. Do multiple choice tests. First of all, all, you look all strategy. All strategy. First of all, hell yeah, if you've done even a little bit of the work, you look at a multiple choice test and what do you do? First thing right off the bat is you you just kick out the answer that you know without yeah. question is not a correct answer. Okay, now you're down to three. And that's what I did. That, that That's what I did with this. I got down to three teams. I like Philadelphia. No way <laughs> is going to win this division. Um, I know there. You know, people will say, well, what about like last year? It was seven and nine. Listen, things change and... I feel very comfortable with that bet, and uh, so that that's what's been going on, man. Uh, looking forward to this. You you are correct. Probably the week somewhere between the NFL draft and the Memorial Day and the schedule release. You and I will get together, and maybe we'll go back to back weeks. So if that schedule comes out May twelfth, the eleventh, so somewhere like the eighteenth and the twenty fifth, maybe we go back to back weeks. We'll go to the AFC one week. We'll go to the NFC the other week. And then we'll go back into our uh, our rabbit hole until we get into the month of June. How's that sound for some future action? That sounds good. But as you say those days, I'll tell you what. If there's anything that has sped up what seems like life, I know other things speed up life. But there used to feel like 
such a long dead zone between the end of one season and the beginning of next. I'll tell you what, there is no shortage of stuff to to look up, to research, whether it's rookies for the draft, rookies for your rookie drafts, dynasty startups, futures on Oh, it's it's crazy. I can't believe we're talking about like this is roughly when I I started with the Dynasty Warzone last year, I think, was we started it was probably post draft, but geez, I cannot believe we are here right now. But enjoy every second of it. I was getting ready to say June. June is a dead spot, but not if you do Dynasty. Like I do Dynasty work, you know, it's the primary function of the Dynasty Warzone or the DWZ football network. And for me, helping our patrons at patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Warzone, that's when we're neck deep in in rookie drafts. You know, last year, every baseball game, unless my son was literally up to bat at all these tournaments, will be at one literally every weekend from the end of May through the 1st of August, except uh, July 4th weekend. One of those two weekends, we get that one weekend off. And we're actually going to try to take a little vacation. But outside of that, I I literally sat in a lawn chair. And I was DMing and talking with and helping patrons of the Dynasty Warzone with their rookie drafts. It's awesome. It's it's awesome. And so so yeah, nothing slows down with the NFL. You you absolutely because then in July camp starting, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm going to give you one for those of you that are listening. Maybe you're not normally a gambler, but you're just listening to the pod because you enjoy me and and Doctor Kyle here. So here's one of my biggest life hacks. Are you ready for from a football perspective? We're going we're gonna to go full Kevin Durant, but in a good way. We're going to create a Twitter burner account, okay? I have one. I'm not going to tell you the handle because I don't want any followers, because I really don't care. But you're going to create a Twitter burner account, and all you're going to follow is every NFL beat reporter for their major newspaper. So if it's the New York Times, you're going to you know f- follow the journalist that covers the Jets or the Giants. If it's San Francisco, you're gonna follow the team. You're gonna follow the beat reporter. Everybody, ESPN has a beat reporter dedicated to every single uh, NFL team. I know locally in Indianapolis, it's Mike Wells. The Athletic has a beat reporter assigned to every team. Locally in Indianapolis, it's Stephen Holder. By the way, if you're not following Stephen Holder, great follow outside of football, but a great follow. But you follow every single beat reporter. Adam Schefter. Chris Mortensen, Ian Rappaport, Tom Pelissero, and that's it. No fantasy people, no gambling people, just get the news. Just get the news, and you will find that you will be so much further ahead of your league mates in fantasy football and of the book. Because when this news comes out, because that's what the book fears. That's what the bookies fear is breaking news. And I made a bunch of money last year betting some unders on Keenan Allen when it came out in that Raider game that if he played, he was going to be super limited. So what mm-hmm. I do, I fired a bet under his yardage total and under his receptions total. And within an hour of that news break, the Keenan Allen props were off the board. But because I was in tune to it, I have this special account. And another thing, create an Instagram burner account and only follow all 32 NFL teams. That's it. That's all you do. You just follow all 32 teams. You can see who's hooking up in practice. Not like that. You can see who's got chemistry, who's vibing. And the stories, some teams are really good with the posts. Some teams are really good with the stories. But create a burner Instagram and a burner Twitter just for football content. And it will put you so much further ahead 
of your league mates and fantasy if you're like a redraft player for DFS for gambling and just everything. So so there you go. There's your big life hack of the day, Dr. Kyle. Brilliant. Brilliant. Because you you, you get rid of all the noise. You get rid yeah. of all the, 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 the noise and, and I love the noise. That's why I'm on Twitter so much. My main account at the uh, DWZ Memphis. I love it. I, I, I like to I try not to argue with strangers as much as I used to. But I absolutely well, love the, the the back and forth. But if you just want info, that's the way to do it, man. Oh, and I love that strategy because uh, one of my learned uh, pet peeves, biggest pet peeves over the last year plus of doing Dynasty is having – you, you need to separate your fantasy football advice from your, your football advice because your football advice will guide your fantasy football stuff. But you need to get the football advice from the football expert, get the fantasy football advice from the fantasy football experts. Don't let it. Or you can hang out here. Or you can just hang out here with us, and we'll try to we'll we'll try try to keep you steering. So, all right, let's talk about a couple of props real quick, and we'll get out of here. This is just a couple of. This is just this is Doctor Kyle and I's. uh, This is our spring game. You know, we're getting ready. We got a big draft show. Little preliminary. Yeah, we we'll we'll be back next week with some big bets, and we'll be looking to get down on some action. But uh, did did you notice the betting favorite to be the third overall pick to the Niners has shifted again? So two weeks ago, uh, it was Mac Jones was a pretty heavy favorite. He was plus, I'm sorry, he was minus 225. So he was minus 225, and Justin Fields was plus like 185, 200, Mm -hmm. and Trey Lance was plus 450. So at the time, uh, I made a little wager on Trey Lance getting that four and a half to one. Well, then last week after the Justin Fields Pro Day, Justin Fields surged to the favorite last this time last week. He was minus a dollar twenty-five, and Mac wow. Jones had and Mac Jones had slipped to plus one sixty, and this was on FanDuel. This was on the FanDuel sportsbook, and now as we speak, the current odds are Mac Jones is minus one forty-five, Justin Fields is plus one sixty-five. So for Mac Jones, it was about a full dollar shift in pricing. You went from you know getting a, a buck sixty back on your buck to now laying a dollar forty five to make a dollar, and then Justin Fields went from you had to lay a dollar twenty five to make a dollar to getting a dollar sixty five for every dollar you bet. So pretty crazy. And then even Trey Lance has dropped to plus two ninety. So I did something very similar to what we talked about earlier with Dallas and New York. I I do believe, but by, by process of elimination, they're not going Justin Fields. And I bet Mac Jones when it got to plus 160. So I'm going to use the same example of math. I bet 100 bucks. Wink, wink. Because if my wife listens to this, I didn't bet 100 bucks, honey. But I, I bet 100 bucks on Mac Jones. And if, if he hits, I win 160 plus my 100 back. And I also bet at the time, because I tried to get you guys in the DWZ Patreon betting group to go in on Trey Lance with me. I tried to get I tried to bring you along. I didn't and, I said go and, for it. I hey look, uh-huh, I have I had my uh-huh. hesitations, but I wasn't gonna be the one person that held everybody else back. So and I said if everybody else is in, I'm in. I'm I'm busting your chops because it's not gonna be like life it's not gonna do. be life it's not gonna be life changing money. And then I bet I bet Trey Lance at plus four fifty. So if he were to hit, I get my hundred back plus four fifty that would be a big win. And why did I bet yeah. Trey Lance? Because they've not done anything with Jimmy Garoppolo. 
if they move Jimmy Garoppolo for sure, they're bringing in a, there's a great article in the athletics, speaking of the athletic, Bruce Feldman today talking about Kyle Shanahan and how he uh, feels like he's got a win now roster. And the last time he had his starting quarterback for all 16 games, he got Jimmy Garoppolo to the Super Bowl. And that how, based on this information, Kyle Shanahan wants the most pro-ready today. Not Maybe not the most upside, but the, the one that can you know stay healthy and get him back to a big game. National champion Mac Jones. And I feel really good about my Mac Jones plus 160. And uh, I think I'm going to make a, a quick 60 bucks there, Dr. Kyle, in, a, in about a week. I don't hate it. And the the pro like the, the big takeaway there is the process is like you you targeted the guys you believe at the right prices. Well, I, I did steal a little bit of that from RJ Bell. He did say that, you know, why would you feed information to Adam Schefter to just burn him? Why would you want to burn Adam Schefter? If there's anyone you know in the NFL media that these teams it's kinda of like Woj in the NBA. What, why, what, what would be the upside of feeding Adam Schefter, of all people, disinformation and, and to make him look bad? You know, it, it just doesn't seem like a, like a plus EV move for teams to do that to Schefter. You know, had it been Tom Pelissero or guys that are always in a hurry to be first, it's a different story. And then Peter King came out on Monday and backed up the, you know, that, that he also believes Mac Jones is going to San Francisco. And then uh, today, Albert Breer said the same thing. I don't want to go as far as to call anything a lock, and I think by this time next week we'll have a lot more clarity. But I think I like this number all the way down to minus two hundred because you're going to if you bet twenty bucks you're going to win you're going to win your twenty bucks back plus ten. So it's it's not great odds on the money, but it feels like it's about as close to a sure thing as possible. What do you yeah. think has to happen for Mac Jones not to go three? I, honestly, I. Look, I'm not a, a college game watcher. Um, and, you know, painting the picture there of, like, who's the most pro-ready now, I think generally most guys coming out of Alabama are the most pro-ready now. I think that's what the culture that Nick Saban has uh, created over there. But I don't – I you know, if, if it was going to be Justin Fields, it would have already – like, that, that would have switched already based on Mac Jones didn't have the best pro day as far as throwing go and throwing goes and Justin Fields did. And that's over. Like, I don't, you know, unless somebody, somebody has a picture that ends up on the internet with uh, some sort of smoking apparatus, then, then maybe we'll see some changes. It depends on the state. Some bad you... news. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like it's going to take a lot at this point, but these are, you know, pretty, what seem, Pretty legit. We can clean, but they're well Mac sourced. Jones has so well. I was gonna say Mac Jones does have like a little bit of um. He's got a little bit of a history with some some dumb decisions. He had, but, a, he had a DUI as a freshman, I believe. May, maybe two. I, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't love that uh, from a, from a fantasy standpoint and a dynasty standpoint. Just to talk some rankings, I have Mac Jones as my QB four. Mm-hmm. Um, he could he could move up. I mean, the San Francisco landing spot was a plum landing spot we were looking for from a dynasty standpoint. You know, if you're looking for like a Matt Ryan type, I, I think that's the kind of guy that you could get. And Matt Ryan was like the QB one and the QB three, if I remember correctly, under Kyle Shanahan. So there's certainly upside with Mac Jones, especially when you add in Brandon Ayuk and Debo and Kittle and that offensive line. So there's definitely a fantasy upside. But I, I still have, you know, Lawrence number one. 
Lance mm-hmm. number two, Fields number three, Mac number four, Zach Lance Wilson number two five. Two over Fields. I, I'm, dra- I'm drafting. I'm drafting traits. What these guys did in college and their physical, met, you know, you know, forty times and stuff like that. I, I'll just who's taking the most snaps under center? I believe it's Trey Lance. Who has got the most experience in play action pass? Trey Lance. Who called his own def- uh, called his own um, coverages and, and stuff at the line of scrimmage? It's Trey Lance. He's hmm. he's raw. He's raw. He comes from. That's why I didn't mind making the bet on Trey Lance going to San Francisco at three overall because that coincides with them keeping Jimmy Garoppolo. If you drafted a raw but extremely toolsy and upside QB, what would you do? Because it's a win now roster. We talked about that. You would keep Jimmy Garoppolo. Let him yeah. be the let him be the Alex Smith to Trey Lance's Patrick Mahomes. And that's the that, that was the route that I that I saw them going. So we'll we'll see how this shakes out. But yeah, Trey Lance is my two. And no, this could change. I mean, if Justin Fields lands in a, in a great landing spot, then th- there's plenty of room. It would take a a moderate. It, it would take Lance and Fields landing in absolutely nightmarish, horrific landing spots for me to have to move Mac Jones ahead of either one of them. I like yeah, Mac I mean, Jones. He's safe. He's safe. If you're looking for yeah. safe, then you'll yeah. get him. What were you going to say? I was just going to say, you know, Lance and Fields, obviously they have the, the Konami code upside. And that's, you know, landing spot might affect that in some regard. But ultimately, you know, we've, we've seen that, that rushing upside from, honestly, like the way I'm going to be drafting my quarterbacks, especially in like one quarterback redraft is like, you know, last year I was like getting a lot of like, Ben Roethlisberger, Matt Stafford, Jared Goff, and looking back, I'm like, I should have just grabbed whoever I could that still that had rushing upside, and that's probably what I'll do this year because I'm always a late late round quarterback guy. Um, well, th- this so I, I, I've got a full script written out for this, and we were talking about, you know, I do three or four podcasts a week. I'm doing YouTube videos. I did a YouTube ten minute mock draft the other night. It was a one QB three round rookie mock for our dynasty gamers. And while I was on vacation, I wrote this script out so I would, you know, be able to do it at the whiteboard. But man, I've got this class. There's a lot of mirror, a lot of mirror images to the to the class of uh, 2018. You know, it, it feels like to me that Baker and Trevor Lawrence are the, are the same guy. Now, Trevor Lawrence is infinitely more talented and a much mm-hmm. better prospect coming out. But they're the guys coming from the big Power Five school, you know, Oklahoma and Clemson, respectively. Uh, Going to go to a historically bad franchise with sketchy ownership. Uh, both have coaches. I, I do believe in Kevin Stefanski, and now I do believe in Urban Meyer. We'll see. Uh, yeah. We'll see how that shakes out. I, I, I think Justin Fields is Lamar Jackson. I think he's going to fall in the draft like Lamar did. He's the most athletic QB in the class, like Lamar was, but. But there's nothing wrong with falling in the draft. There's not a damn thing wrong. Because where are you going to land? You're going to land with a better team. You Imagine know? if he somehow ends up in New England or New, Washington. New, New England, Washington. Denver uh, I mean, even. D- Denver even. Um, yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Do you, do you, that's why I have Zach Wilson as my Sam Darnold of this class. You're huh. going to a defensive-minded head coach to an organization that I don't trust. With uh, a, an OC that's you know comes from a very pedigreed background, but he's never been an OC before. I don't know what the weapons are like there in New York. You got Corey Davis and Denzel Mims and Frank Gore and God knows what else. And and, and you got to play Bill Belichick twice a year. 
and Sean McDermott twice a year, and Brian Flores twice a year. And you have, you're, you're a small-town Midwestern kid. I'm sorry, uh, Utah kid going to the bright lights in big city. I know you have a big smile and a headband. I'm not sure. So he's my Sam Darnold, you know, uh, and Trey Lance is my Josh Allen. I'm drafting the traits, man. I, I know Josh Allen went to Wyoming. I know Trey Lance went to North Dakota State. But I'm drafting the tools. I see all the tools when I see Trey Lance. I actually think he's got more tools coming out than Josh Allen did. So that's why he's my Josh Allen. And that leaves him, uh, Mac, Mac Jones to be my, my Josh Rosen. The one saving grace, the one saving grace for Mac Jones is that he's going to land with Kyle Shanahan. Whereas uh, Josh Rosen landed with a defensive-minded head coach, I cannot remember his name for the life of me. Oh, shoot. I believe he's the I believe he's the defensive coordinator in Denver, if I remember correctly. So I don't think it's going to go that bad for for our man for our man Mac. But that's some of the comps that I see in this class. So give me the upside of Trey Lance. You yeah, know, if, no, I guess I, like I, that. I, 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 those are my rankings. And if, uh, if it truly was Baker versus Trevor Lawrence, I mean, I, I kind of really see Mac Jones and Baker being more of the same guy, to be quite honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, from a production standpoint, and how I think their career arc will go without the, uh, without the, uh, the, the commercials. And all of that. Mm. I will say, yes. two two years ago, after his rookie off season, you know Baker did have that Mac Jones body, or Mac Jones had that Baker body, whatever you want to talk about. All right, we're we're, we're getting off into stuff that's not gambling related for those that are here for gambling. But go, go ahead, fire Steve Wilkes was the Steve coach Wilkes. of the Cardinals, and he's, he's now the, the, the defensive DC coordinator at Denver. University of Missouri now. But maybe he was. Oh wow! Oh, I'm just 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 speculating, Steve Wilkes. Yeah. But yeah. So, so you get Damn. drafted by a team that had the guy who, two and a half years later, is the defensive coordinator for a, for you know the University of Missouri. That that's that's why you don't bow up so hard for your favorite player to go to a landing spot. You know what I found, Doctor Kyle? Before we transition, what Dogs where don't the legs? people that bow up for where these players. People that bow up for where these players go in the draft, it's really more about their own ego as evaluators, mm-hmm. whether mm-hmm. they're draft scouts or dynasty scouts or whatever. It's about their ego because they've been bowing up for Justin Fields all off season. He's the QB2. He's the QB2. And it's egg on their face, and it's a strike to their ego that the guy that they've been championing all year is the you know potentially the fifth quarterback off of the board. Remember, gang, it's not about being right. It's about getting it right. It's not about your ego. It's not about the guy that 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 you've been highest on. It's about just getting it right for your your gambling consumer, your fantasy consumer, your dynasty consumer. I got one last topic before we hit the road. You ready? Let it rip. So it came out today that this is Wednesday the 21st, for those that are not watching on Twitter, that Devonta Smith went to Indy for the medical retrack, recheck, excuse me, and he came in at a whopping six feet, one hundred and sixty-six pounds. What's your take on that as a medical professional? I I I don't even. I mean, not that I'm in my best shape, but at five nine and one ninety, picturing six foot one sixty-six is like impressively lean. It, it, honestly, like so, something I look at often with athletes is like. 
their um their proportions. And when I watch Devonta Smith, I don't know what his dimensions are, but he seems like a guy that has a very small torso and like very limmy, um, which would explain how he can still look pretty muscular without actually being that heavy. But regardless, you know, you know, F equals MA, like that's, you know, force is still mass times acceleration. Um, and then power is that with time involved, he's still only 166. I don't know. Like it's, it's interesting to hear everybody talk about like, who do we comp him to previously? Like there's nobody. He was the, he, he was one of the Heisman as a wide receiver at that weight in so, the, in the sec. In, yeah. In, in, yeah. Like in, up against the cream of the crop. And, and I've seen comps to Marvin Harrison, obviously someone near and dear to my heart as mm-hmm. an Indianapolis as an Indianapolis resident, but to me, how do you feel about to, that comp? Like, do, do you see it's, that, it's, or is it's it fine? But but okay. I'll just be dead honest with you. I used to joke around with my buddies all the time, long before podcast existed, is that I would like to have a fraction of the money that Peyton Manning made guys like Dallas Clark and Brandon Stokely and Reggie Wayne. Not that these guys wouldn't have been good somewhere mm. else, but they don't have the gaudy Hall of Fame numbers, in my opinion, without Peyton. So for me, the best landing spot for him is with Tua and someone that he knows and um, a, a good offensive coordinator. So here's what I found interesting. So I, I didn't have any comp numbers and I didn't have time to do a full-blown research package on this. But Devonta Smith on FanDuel is now, so you know you, you can bet over or under a number. The number's mm-hmm. 11 and a half, okay? If you go over... It's minus a dollar twenty-two, which means the betting favor is for him to go twelfth or higher. And if you bet under, it's even money. It's even money for him to go uh, under. So the favorite, the prohibitive favorite in this case, is for him to be twelve or higher in in the draft next week. And then his teammate Jalen Waddle, his number is also eleven and a half. If you go over, you get plus one hundred. If you go under. You get minus a dollar twenty-two. So him going eleven or higher is now the prohibitive betting favorite. It is now, at least per these odds, that Jalen Waddle will go ahead of Devonta Smith as the uh, first Alabama wide receiver off of the board. How's that grab you by the peaches? I don't know. I, I'll tell you what. Like the. Uh... Trying to figure out what order wide receivers are going to get drafted. It feels like Jamar Chase is a lock for one, but we also like going into last season. Like, did we not think C.D. Lamb and Jerry Judy were that well ahead of Henry Ruggs? And then you know I'm going to pat myself on the back because I was like somebody's just going to draft Henry Ruggs first because of his speed. And of course Al Davis came out of his grave to to draft Henry Ruggs first. Um, so I wouldn't I, I honestly I I don't know this year because this year especially like Jamar Chase does feel like he's got a skill set that nobody else comes close to. But everybody else, every other wide receiver's got like something that you could ding him. You know, we talk about how it's such a deep wide receiver class. I think ultimately we're gonna look back on this one and there's going to be a lot of good wide receivers, but I don't think there's going to be many great ones um, for those reasons. Like the size, a lot of them have that, that slot profile. Um, Kadarius, um, Tony, yeah. uh, Elijah Moore, a lot of guys Rondell like that. You know, it, Moore, it, it, yeah. it, it, it's funny. So I heard this on uh, 
straight out of Vegas yesterday, they were talking about how this wide receiver group last year was like an all-time record setter per the Elias Sportsbook. I'm sorry, the the Elias Sports uh, Record Keeping Company. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty historic. Elias has been around forever. And I'm, I'm thinking to myself, so either one of two things has to happen. The v- overall value and play of wide receivers, especially early, is either going up because we set records in 2020. 2018's class was twenty was pretty good. 2019's class was pretty good. So the wide receiver position at a very early age is ascending, or we're in line for some wide receiver rookie regression in 2021. So one of the two has to be true. Either yeah, we're ascending yeah. because of, and if we are ascending because the the rookies are playing better, what does that do to the value of your mid? to later career wide receivers in dynasty. I think I think it has a tremendous impact on those guys. So I just wanted to bring that up. I just I actually just wanted to hang out with my friend and if I was going to hang out with my friend and and talk ball, I thought we would just hit the uh the old record button, man, and uh, chop it up. Yeah, no, that's good. It's been a while. It has been a while, but it's not going to be a while until you see me and Dr. Kyle again. We're going to be back here. We're going to be back here next week. We're going to have our likes. We're going to have our leans. We're probably going to have, what? what's your goal? What's the, what's the number of bets that you think you'll have this time next week for these people? Five. 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 You, you're going to have five. You're, okay, so we're going to do five. We're yeah. going to do, do a force bets, five. We're going to have our best five bets on the draft. They, they may overlap. We're going to do this work and, and study independent of one another. But we're going we're gonna to report back here next Wednesday night. We'll, we'll go live on Twitter. And I will make sure that the podcast and the YouTube are up by Thursday morning. So you'll have time from the time that you wake up Thursday and before the NFL draft that if you happen to live in one of the 27 states with legalized sports gaming, that it'll be there for you. Or if you happen to bet with a waste management consultant, or if you happen to use our sponsor, MyBookie. A um, lot of stuff going on, guys. want to thank you for tuning in. Speaking of the FF Fit Club, going to throw in a little commercial at the end of the pod, again, for my man Matt Vincent of Hate Brand Goods. He just released the premium all-black joggers. It is my favorite purchase to date. I have been a consumer of this product long before I was an endorser. I have been a consumer since 2015, and the new black premium joggers are freaking awesome. He's got a blue. And it's a very unique blue. I see Dr. Kyle like getting in line for the for the drop. There is a blue version of the premium jogger coming out on Thursday. The promo code works. If you go online to the HVIII.com, the hate.com, it's H and the Roman numeral for eight, HVIII.com. And there's Dr. Kyle showing you his uh, his water bottle. The kick today in the junk, but it doesn't say junk water bottle. If you're watching live on YouTube, he's sharing it. You can get a discount on all of this stuff if you use promo code MEMPHIS at checkout. Stick around after the show, hear the commercial from Matt, and we can save you some money. So, Dr. Kyle, anything on the way out? I was going to do a spiel on draft capital. Um, uh, save it. Save it. Let, let, let's save, save it, it yeah, for next yeah. week. You, no. you, you're coming it was off just good illness. to be here. Yeah. You're, you're coming off an illness. You know, you, you know, you wouldn't go like a live scrimmage, you know, coming off of an illness. We'll have you primed and ready. Yeah. Just maybe practice we'll have you, this week. Maybe we'll have you stop by the Dynasty War Zone on Tuesday. We have a special guest. I'm, I've got a loose confirmation. I'm waiting to get that locked up before I announce who. Maybe you come by and we can raise some hell on the Dynasty War Zone. 
and you can uh, you can rant on draft capital. Yeah. All right, man. Well, I love talking to you. Glad we were able to uh, get some reps in. Speaking of fitness, get some reps in before the big show next week, <laughs> and uh, look for more fabulous big bet here on the Dynasty War Zone. But anyway, be, be on the lookout for more football content here at the DWZ Football Network. That man's Dr. Kyle. My name is Memphis, and we're just trying to make the world a better place for fantasy football. See you real soon, guys. It's Hate Brand Goods. That's uh, my company. That is what we've started. I hope you guys have checked it out if you want to go over to the hate.com. Hate for me means it's about self-improvement. It's this self-motivation through self-loathing, this, this bit of loathing of not tolerating your own bullshit, that little voice that says today's good enough or what we did's fine or no one's going to know that I'm taking today off. Like, fuck all that, man. I know. Like, I hold that standard. I'm accountable to me. And that's it. That's why I chase goals. I do it because of me. I don't do it because of what someone else is going to think of it or what someone else's approval is. And it's about holding yourself to that. The rest of that motivation can fade, but as long as you're in control of being able to make you do the shit you want to do, you're golden, man. So head over to the hate.com, use code and save yourself some cash. Hey guys, Nick Burnett here. Just wanted to kind of give some information on why I joined the Patreon, why I'm part of the Dynasty Warzone uh, team, downloaded the Dynasty Warzone podcast. It took one day to join the Patreon, reached out to Memphis about a situation with one of my rosters. And the kind of feedback I got was, hey, Nick, why don't you give me a call? Uh, we went down my roster and he helped me pull off a couple moves that put me ahead when I thought I was going to be in re- rebuild mode this year. And that's just part of what comes with the Patreon. Uh, just tr- uh, trade talks, just good interaction with guys that love fantasy football. Uh, whether it's 10 o'clock at night or 3 o'clock in the morning, there's always going to be fantasy football talk, whether it's redraft, whether it's dynasty. I joined a couple leagues with the Patreon members, and it's the same thing. Even in, even while we're drafting, we're still shooting ideas at each other. And if that sounds like something that you want to be a part of, pause the podcast now. Join the Patreon and join a, join a great fantasy football group, but more like a fantasy football family.